0: Part two of Kwame and well, really part three, but um, yeah, I wanted to ask you really about um, Bobby from Rockaway, Bobby J. Bobby J from Rockaway. Yeah, just, um, you know what I'm saying, for your perspective on how that all came about, like, because, you know, we interviewed him recently and it was it was dope and he explained it, but like, what did you see in Bobby to be like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying, take this kid under my wing? I wonder if Bob told the real story. (laughs) So. All right. Let's get it.
1: I got to take you back. There was a real, real big, big heavy kid, heavy cat in the street around my way named Billy Bang. And Billy Bang um, got sent up. And he was very back to my friend Ron Lawrence. Very good friends with Ron. I knew Billy too, but he was more in Ron's age range. And and Billy asked Ron to look after his son, Ant. Because Ant could run. And Ron didn't really have the, the time to develop a, a rapper, but he asked me if I would. So he introduced me to Ant, who was going by the rapper, the name of Prophet at the time. And Ant was like, 13, 14 years old. But when I tell you the only person I can equate Ant with at 14 is if you took Rakim and you took Nas and you put them together and that was Ant. Ant was amazing. Whoa. And Ant's story is very, very um Pivotal in Bobby's story, so Ant, so I'm working on Ant's music and Ant was coming from this weird duality perspective because his mom was a corrections officer and his father was in jail for the things he was in jail for. So Ant had this duality about him, like he was was street, he was knowledge. And then he was, you know, straight laced at the same time. So we were making dope ass records. Ant's best friend in high school, he went to this Catholic high school, his best friend was Bobby. So Ant started bringing Bobby around. So here comes the 13 year old white kid who was ill as shit. Like them together, like two of the illest rappers I've, you know, and they're 13, 14 years old. At that time, I'm like, I don't know how old I was, 26, 27? And I'm like, what the hell? And so, but Bob's name, instead of Eminem, his name
0: was Skittles. What? He didn't mention that.
1: He ain't gonna never mention that.
0: He left that shit out. So his
1: name was Skittles, Instead of skittles like the candy, it was ills, like S K I T I L L Z, and I was just like, "Yo, man, this has got to be the stupidest fucking name I ever heard." And to to Bobby's to Bobby's um defense, they both Aunt and Bob had this guy named Steve that was managing them and so steve i think steve kind of forced that name and so i started
0: working with uh, both of them yeah 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 read that shit what, what happened what happened he read that shit he said he said people call me that in school he said he said i didn't name myself that you dick
1: <laughs> i didn't even see that where, is he? where... <coughs> i just said <coughs> Bob, i said steve named you that i don't even see him i don't even see him in the comments
0: yeah, IGB fucker he says LMAO. People call me that in school. I didn't name myself that, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, just, but you Yo, but, 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 know, like but, but, I like Bobby. But, I like Bobby J from Rockaway much better. So, I'm but happy. no, but but, but it
1: goes it goes down the line. So so we're working with Skittles and Profit. You know, we're like, okay, we gotta get rid of, we gotta get rid of um, Skittles. And then his name became Beyond Belief, and that was just because when you see Bob,
0: you Bobby, break, know hold on, yo, Bobby breaking this shit down right now, yo, like you can't see it. He's talking about <laughs> yo. He is really like putting up this, stuff, you know, trying to clarify this shit. He's like, Bob, after- let me tell.
1: Let me tell the story. You know, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs>
0: so, all right, all right. Kwame got the floor.
1: So, 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 Bob was now called Beyond Belief, and we were running with that so- story. Um, Ant ended up going to, he just kind of like straight off and ended up going to D.C. And, and and going into Howard University. And Ant was becoming more like he wanted, it was like his ratchet side was taking over. And, and the thing about Ant that was real messed up with me, it was like I was taking Ant's records to try to get deals. And these labels will literally be like this is when like Little Flip and Mike Jones was popping and 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 um uh what's the dude with the, the gold teeth? Um the white guy. Um uh what's his name? From, from, Mike from Jones. Jones. Yeah. Um, not Paul Wall. Paul Wall, sorry. So those those guys, for some reason, those guys were super popping at the time that I was going up into these labels, and every label wanted that. So they wanted Bob to be like a Paul Wall, and they wanted Ant to be like um, Mike Jones. And that's they not wanted, what we were making. Yeah, I'm, I'm picturing that in my mind right now, though. Yeah. Like that is not what we were making at all. So Ant kind of like went on his own um, uh, uh, when he he does his own, he went on his own thing. And he started to just get a little bit more ratchet and ratchet and ratchet. So. It strayed away from the zone that I was trying to be in. So I started working real heavy with Bob. And we started making these records. And we were kind of falling into the trap of finding a gimmick, finding a niche, finding something. So we put out a song called Don't Touch. You go on YouTube, you can watch Don't Touch right now. It was not a bad song. Um, And Bobby was more like... um, High school kid having don't. fun, throwing parties when the parent isn't watching, and um, who was it under? Who was who was it under? Uh, Beyond belief, Bobby Jay? huh? Beyond belief, don't touch unless Bob took it down, uh, which he could not unbel- And so, um, and you'll see an incredibly young Bobby J. So. So we um, got to
0: play that shit. I got it.
1: um, We did the "Don't Touch" record, and it started getting buzz. Like radio stations started playing it. Um, Some record labels were looking at it, looking at it, and so we were making these these type of records where they were more like pop oriented, fun records. But yet we were also making some straight up hip hop shits too. But we figured because of Eminem um because of other cats that were out that was the only way at that time to accept the white rapper because it was only Eminem literally it was only him except for Paul Wall and Bubba Sparks and 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 so you know Bob, Bobby went to went to college at this point and you know things a lot of things went on in his life personal personal things that went on in his life uh, things that went on in my life, and it kind of like it didn't give us. We didn't like separate, you know, and not work or anything like that. But we just kind of had to put chill buttons on a lot of things because we were spending a lot of money and a lot of time trying to develop this um, 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 Bob uh, Beyond Belief thing, mm. and 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 we were going so hard at trying to, you know, we were getting shitty deals with with record promoters like trying to get records on the radio we just didn't know we were literally going through the whole motion together um and, and 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 luckily my production thing was doing well um so with help with you know help with bobby's parents my help we were putting a lot of money into shit, trying to trying to pop um you know and it was weird like we were performing like bob was doing did the howard homecoming and you know we would go to different colleges he he had that frat boy college style which basically which basically ended up being everything that um, um um asher roth ended up doing which was somebody that i was working with before he popped off so asher was fully aware of what bobby was doing i'm not saying anybody jacked. i'm just saying asher was around um Asher Roth, um, um, what's the other kid? Bob, what's what's Homeboy's name that um, that passed away? Um,
0: Mac Miller. Mac Miller.
1: That whole vibe that Mac Miller was on and Asher Roth, Roth was on was beyond belief, one hundred percent. And we were just three, two to three, four years of, um, beyond our time, ahead of our time. And and so it wasn't like we were doing the wrong thing. It wasn't like we were making whack records either. Like, don't get it twisted. We were making great records. Great records. You know, but it was in the zone of, like, B.O.B. And and, and, um, and, and uh, uh, just cats like that. You know, that type of uh, gym class heroes and, and those kind of records. Or, or even Lupe Fiasco, when he had some of those records that B.O.B. ended up taking that lane and doing. Um, that was the lane we were trying to go on. We were shooting for the moon on that one. And as time went by, you know, we just, you know, that thing went out of style and Bobby came home and he was just, you know, he was doing his thing here and there. And then all of a sudden, I really don't know what put the battery back in his back, but the battery was fully charged. And I think he probably needed that time off for it to be fully charged. And you know, he dropped the Beyond Belief. You know, you know his first and his last name, Bobby J. You know, he just went with his real name. He's from Rockaway, Queens, so it just made sense, Bobby J. from Rockaway, because that's how people described him. Um, and 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 so he started just dropping these 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 like mixtapes or these videos to go along with it. You know, he he got himself um, a camera. And the people that were around him at the time, including his brother, um, helped him film these these guerrilla style videos. And he just kept hitting them, hitting them, and hitting them, and hitting them, and hitting them, and hitting them. And he started freestyling over um, stuff, and it, and it, and it broke away from him just working with me. He started expanding his profile and and seeking out other people and working with other people and pulling the people in and 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 really getting his his um his online presence up and everything like that. And so we um, then we were working on records that whole time. You know, we knew Mm -hmm. he wanted to drop a record. So all this time we're working on songs. So there's like a gang of Bobby J songs in my computer that we've done. that's never seen the light of day. But at the same time, it wasn't the fit that he was looking for. He was pulling in other producers. And then he did the Summer Classics album. And then um, from there. He just started rolling, man, rolling with other doing other records, doing other projects. And um, I think he's making a dope name for himself. It's so dope to see other people outside of the the five people in our crew to know who Bobby J is.
0: Listen, let me stop for a second. This kid is a killer. I, I got I, I got hip. I saw the um the return shit. A few a couple years ago, 2019, I guess it was, was when you whenever you, did, yeah. you guys did the return shit, and I was like, hold up, who is this kid, and where the fuck has Kwame been like with these bars? I was like, my head exploded, fam. Like I was like, yo, what the fuck is this shit? And did the knowledge and everything. He he worked with us when I was with a radio station and stuff like that. So yeah, the, the kid is a killer. But back to my original joint though, like. What was it that made you say, I'm going to fuck with him? Because, I mean, yo, back at that, during that time, there was a ton of 13-year-old motherfuckers trying to rhyme and shit like that. But what, because to me, because that, bro, that, that's a special Bob, thing right there. The thing
1: that I, that, I, that I saw in Bob, like I saw, he attacked he attacked wanting to be great the same way I attacked wanting to be great at that same age. Um and whatever he didn't know, you know, like for him, he could have just been like hip hop started with Tupac, Biggie, Jay-Z, and and Eminem, and he could have, and that he would have been just fine. But for somebody to actually sit there and listen to somebody older than him. Talk about Big Daddy Kane and Slick Rick and Rock Kim and KRS One and the Sugar Hill Gang and Cool G Rap, and then him going home and studying that shit and coming back and knowing that stuff. You know, we had on par music conversations. We still do, you know, on par creative conversations. And it's like, you know, a lot of kids. A lot of kids um, don't have that, you know. He comes in the studio with questions, you know. He doesn't have, he never has the "I know it all" attitude or "I've been there, I did this" attitude. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't carry that about him. He carries everything he does as a student, but he's nice as shit. Like he's and and he and he knows how. He's he feels that is it's extremely important in this day where being nice don't mean nothing anymore. He still feels like it's extremely important to have those bars. It's extremely important to express yourself that way. And he understands that it may not get him. It might not get him at the top of the world, you know, where we thought we were gonna try to be back, you know, in Two thousand eight, you know, or two thousand two, three, you know, um, it might not get him there, but he understands that having his musicality, being a master of his craft, having his respect, is way more important than the than the than the fanfare. Because what if we did? Get what we wanted in 2000. Bob, what was what year was that? Okay, say so it was 2008, I believe. In 2008, 2007, and and where would it be now? You know what I'm saying? We could have just been like any one of them rappers that was out in 2007, talking about how it was back in the days. You know what I'm saying? Instead of oh, doing something, said 08. Yeah, doing something. Continuous and, and and continuing to be dope, you know. Um, um, and it's still, I think, I think for um, the road that Bobby's on, I think the road that we're both on together. At times, it's still a journey, you know. It's it's still a journey. Um, more people are knowing about him every day, every day, every day. And the 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 dope thing about Bob is, it's his consistency right you know as a person personally there's been a lot of adversity that has happened within his personal realm there's been a lot of good things there's been a lot of bad things but it never it never stopped his his um it never stopped his his drive like, I've never heard Bob ever say, I think I'm going to quit this shit. He you know not. what I'm saying? And, and we've been hit with bricks, you know? Work. you shelled out. Like, there was this guy. I'm not even going to name him. He's not even alive anymore. But there was this guy that we would pay. We were recommended to him by people in the business. Bob, don't blow his name up he's not around to defend himself um
0: you can blow his name up
1: we would pay this guy ten thousand dollars to put his record out there for radio stations to listen to just listen to not pick up not play listen to because we were advised that this was the thing to do. And here we are shelling out this money.
0: Mm, You know, like
1: like his first video, that don't touch video. Um, And now granted, technology was not the same in 2008. So the price of the video should not be a stain. It's not a stain at all. But it cost us $30,000 to make that video. You know what I'm saying? We scraping up this money to make a video to, to to really to really get things to work, and we didn't. Yeah, Bob will rat people's names out, so I, I I gotta I gotta catch him. I gotta catch him up for no, but um, you know we had to scrape this money up, and we made a good video for the time, and um, thirty G's, my nigga. Yeah, but but. <laughs> But you're talking about we paid thirty Gs for a video when other people were paying five hundred
0: thousand for videos. At yeah, the back in the day, the shit was different. I mean, yeah, you're not shooting it on a fucking galaxy. Yeah, they mean. people were people were bugging, like the the the, the
1: budgets for things in two thousand eight, two thousand like I would say between two thousand one and two thousand twelve. Anything that you would pay like for now a video a good. A comparable video could be fifteen hundred dollars right now, but right. in two thousand and eight that shit was thirty thousand God you damn, know son. if you were on a major label, if you were like jay Z and you were shooting a video or any rapper that was just shooting a video that looked all glossy walking down the street with the lights in the back, that shit was a million dollars. you know what I'm saying a million dollars for that.
0: I stay over here. God damn. For son. people to
1: be looking, you know, doing the, the, the shiny suits and everything, you paid a million dollars for that.
0: Word so, I see. God so, damn.
1: Um, um you know so thirty thousand dollars was
0: was a drop was, in the
1: bucket. God yeah, damn, you know, thirty thousand dollars was was was, you know. Um I was you know, I was rolling in my producer money at the same time. You know, I was that everybody was Everybody was trying to be... We, we were trying to trying to get it. And, and what I'm saying is... Oh, my Aunt Vanessa's in here. Shout out to my Aunt Vanessa. Um, Salute Aunt Vanessa. So, so what up. I was saying is we were really, really trying to make our way. And, and, and Bobby stayed consistent. He remained consistent, and he never gave up. Whatever we did, um, whatever we did in two thousand eight, is what we did in two thousand eight. I'm not ashamed of it. I hope he's not ashamed of it. We made some dope ass records, and and what we do in twenty twenty one is what we do in twenty twenty one. It's like we just got to keep we. You know, just as a collective or as separate artists, you know, we just we just you know we walk down that line and we just keep going until we can't go no
0: more. Yeah, no 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 doubt. I mean, like this cat's ill. And <clears throat> excuse me, an interesting point you brought about brought up is, yeah, he's a student of the game, man. I mean, we you know we chopped it up, and I felt like, you know, I was talking more to a peer rather than someone who was fourteen years younger than me. You know what I mean, like. It was yeah. like, you know, like like you could tell he he's he st- even he may have not been there at the time, but he's he's studied the game and, and has really got to, you know, really paid attention to to who came you know the predecessors. So salute, man. I, I really, you know, we fuck we fuck with him here. So yeah, you know, we like Oh man, we, I got
1: I got hope my uncle Abe is in here. Shout out
0: to Abe and Vanessa. What up, both of y'all? chilling in florida and you got a cousin somebody said hey cousin i don't know if they're really your cousin uh yaya seven martin oh yeah 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 that's my cousin all right so you,
1: you're she's out family. she's out
0: in um she's out in uh in in houston all right whole family up in this piece um a couple more things before we got. a cover before we bounce um uh we'll, st- we'll stick with the artist thing yo what's the, for you or like, what would you tell an artist right now? Like, what's the most important thing for them in 2021? Somebody really wanting to do this music shit. Somebody really sincere, trying, to, just, just trying to do it. They they love it. We want to see where it goes. Um,
1: what would you make tell a them? decision. If what's this that? is something you want to do as a hobby, or if this is something you want to do. You, you said make a decision. Yeah, they have to make a decision. Like, um, a, a young artist needs to make a decision. All is right. this something that you want to do as a hobby, or is this something you want to do as a life? long thing because when you get in it and you're really in it you're in it for life you understand and and you have to understand that whatever's happening right now will never happen forever so you you know there's a lot of young artists that are just into the right now and they want to do what's happening right now and they think that because they're nice at what they do they can they'll pop right now <laughs> And they don't understand it. sometimes right now takes 10 years, like I said earlier. And you have to have that thick skin. You got to understand what rejection is like. You got to understand what extreme struggle is like, you know, trying to get your, your point across and your, your artistry out there. You have to be able to be able to, you have to be able to be criticized and and not take it as somebody hating on you. You know what I'm saying? If you're putting something out for public consumption, be prepared for public criticism. Thank you. Nobody's hating you. It's not about you. And that's the biggest thing. This thing called hip hop, this thing called music, this thing called entertainment, this thing called life is not about you. It's about what you can contribute to it. And then lastly, figure out who you are. Like really figure out who you are, figure out who you represent and how you represent it, and represent it to the fullest. Be 100% unapologetically you. Don't be who somebody tells you to be. Don't be who you think you're supposed to be. Don't be anything because people buy into authenticity. At the end of the day, the biggest artists in the world are the most authentic artists in the world. I'm not talking about the popular ones. I'm not talking about the the ones that are dope this year and you never you don't even recognize their name next year. I'm talking about the ones who you truly believe you know and you understand and you can relate to. And those are the artists that are 100% being them. Um. So all of those things wrapped up into a nice little bow, you know, it ain't easy, it ain't pretty, it ain't uh, uh, glamorous, even when you're on top. It ain't the most glamorous thing in the world. It's about what you show people. Um, and and once a young artist really understands that, they can pursue this thing better. And, and, and the reason why I'm saying that, and I'm pretty sure anybody up here that knows young kids, I like say, I don't know, their 20s on down you ask a kid what they want to be and you know they'll say i want to be a reality star you know and it's like we're living in a world where you don't really necessarily have to have a talent to do anything to be they kids want to be the kids just want to be famous like what do you want to be i want to be famous what do you do um like what do you do? Like what do you want to do? How do you how do you want to be famous? What can you do? What can you c- contribute? They don't know. They have no clue. If it's a if unfortunately if it's a girl, if she got some body and, and some some kind of look, she knows that that can get her somewhere for some point. If it's a guy, it's usually how his antics or 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 his theatrics. But even then. Even when you break it down to the simplest thing like that, the people who win are the people who actually have talent for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have some sort of talent. You can't just do nothing and become something. And if you did become something from nothing, that something never stays. Um, yeah, because I was going to say, you
0: don't think so? There's a lot of people that have become something from, from, from nothing. And they're, they're how, trash. how
1: much? How much? Nothing is it really? You know they had to. You know, and I'm saying they had to put in. Say, for example, you became the biggest TikTok star in the world because you made these creative videos, right? There's some sort of creativity there. Thanks. It's something there. Even even if it's even if it's you talking into the screen and. You're just talking and you're goofing off. There's something about you that makes everybody want to watch. Whatever it is, there's a talent. There's something there where, as opposed to some kid thinks that they see the kid with something there and they don't have anything and they think that they can transfer their nothingness into something. that It just never works. Or yeah, it never, it made a point. And if it does work, it never lasts.
0: You know what I'm right. saying? That's the point. The staying power isn't necessarily there. Yeah you, may, yeah, you may, you may catch a catch a wave for a minute, but it's it's not it's not sustainable. And that's but, the whole. And, the whole... and
1: it goes back to what I was saying. Just because something is happening right now, that doesn't that doesn't need, that doesn't mean that it's happening forever. You understand know what I'm saying? That, so so say that's... you caught that wave right now. The talent comes in. When you got to figure out what's next, you know some people. There's a great talent to catching a wave and turning that wave into a whole other stream of something, right? And we don't have to worry about what what um what what you caught the wave from. We now see what you're doing. Now we now see what you're doing. You know, like for example, you know I got to use say Jay Z as an example. Jay-Z is now catching waves as a straight-up business guy, buying and selling companies. Like any other business guy that that's ex, um, experienced and, and talented at that, he's he's managed to do that. So in how do we not know in 10, 15, 20, 30 years, the old Jay-Z might be the equivalent to... And, and and I'm not trying to say the actual equivalent, but like a Donald Trump type figure where he's just like this big businessman. You don't know where the money's coming from. You don't know where the money went. You don't you just know that he's a rich businessman and you try to tell a kid, you know he used to rap. You know what I'm saying? The kids go like, What? For real? You know, because it's like that it's like that with certain people now. So so um you know, uh um it's about how you turn that wave in and and i know he's joking but he's not joking i just saw my man bowlegged lou from full force in the comment saying that that he taught me but you actually did because i you know i look at the producers that came before me i look at the producers that that are very successful that did successful things and i watch how they did it and I find myself extremely lucky to know somebody like, like a bow-legged Lou and we joke around and we bug out all the time but at the same time I admire that brother and I admire the things that he did and and how he and his brothers maneuvered especially when I was younger because when I was trying to figure out how to be a producer in this game how to, you know, really and, and be an artist at the same time you had to look at people that were doing that you know what i'm saying and full force
0: were one of the people that was actually doing that so yo, how'd so, you, you, know, you you my head just popped off again fam like i mean like i saw him in the comments and i'm like yo what like i didn't say anything but how'd you link up with with him it's not about <laughs> a link
1: up it's just like you know at the same time it's not we didn't, you know we are we end up just being in the same spaces yeah you I, know, I, you I, know People from certain generations and certain eras, we end up doing shows together. We end up doing um, appearances together. You know, um, uh, end up being on cruises together. It, it doesn't, you know, in different countries, in different cities. You know, so you end up over time. You end up if you if you're around long enough and you you diversify yourself. Like I have, like Lou has, like other you know certain other people have. You end up meeting and being around such a wide range of people in such the weirdest circumstances. Like perfect example, if I saw Todd Bridges from Different Strokes on the street right now, we'd be like, "Yo, oh, shit, what's up? What's up?" And so somebody would go, "How the hell do you know Todd Bridges?" Exactly. Right. But that's what one I love. Day, that's what
0: I want to. That's inquiring minds want to know. That's just one day in
1: philadelphia there's a children's hospital yes i know it chip yeah Chop. so we had there was this thing that i was involved with where they put celebrities and celebrities would go and talk to the kids and they would pair you up with people for the whole day so for one whole day it was me and todd bridges all day hanging out Talking to kids, going to lunch, going to dinner, and for me, it makes no sense. Surreal experience ever, because like you know, everywhere we would go, somebody would stop Todd Bridges, and like I remember, a cop stopped us. He saw us in the car, he stopped us, pulled us over just to go. And go what you talking about? What you talking about Willis? That's all the cop wanted to do. And princess is sitting there like I can't live this shit down for nothing. Oh, I want to acknowledge. I see the whole Tune crew up in here. I want to say
0: what's up to Oh, the they been yeah, they they've been thick up in this Yeah, yo. Shout
1: out shout out to the Tune crew. Y'all Listen, don't know what the Tune crew is I, I don't know
0: what 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 that is all about, but yo,
1: they've been deep. The, 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 tune, the tune crew, I, I do this um, DJ set every Saturday where I, I play classic hip-hop from late 70s to the um, late 90s, and um, it's called Saturday Morning Tunes, so all of those who partake in Saturday <laughs> Morning Tunes, we have formed a, a, a clique and a crew, and they have dubbed the
0: the tune crew. So Are there I mean, any men in the, in the tune crew? Because my nigga, like... Like on, on, on some on some real shit, <laughs> it's like it's like thirty thousand shorties like on on the fucking show right now. Like out of the thirty nine people there, I would say like thirty eight of them are are Toon Crew. So like, I mean, yeah, boy genius. I mean, what the fuck is good, man? Like, yeah, the tomb, the tomb Crew is thick. Toon Crew is real thick. Diesel, diesel, like they 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 held it down during the last. The, le- they are no, down the, the the topro has
1: held me down, literally for a year straight. It'll be my one year anniversary on the um my birthday is March twenty eighth, so I think my first live set was maybe the day after my birthday, March twenty ninth, whatever that Saturday was, um and um they've been rocking with me from from. From that day on. So
0: Yeah, they rock with you, nigga. <laughs> super, super, super props to the tomb crew, man. Yeah, like, they, they yo, they hold you down, man. They been hold they been holding this fucking uh feed down, my, my nigga. For yeah, real. Yeah. Like like, but like and my other niggas been in the in the show like, yo, who the fuck is this? Like, yo <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, I'm let's keep it a hundred man. Like, yeah. So no salute, man, for real. Like it's it's real people that fucking some real shit, real fans that like really, you know what I mean, like hold you down. No, really it's, it's, it's like
1: one hundred percent support, and 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 it means like I can't even describe what it means to me because it was nothing that I expected or anything. It was just like I'm on a pandemic. I don't DJ. I don't never consider myself a DJ, but I wanted to give like a hip hop, you know, a concert type thing to people online. And it was just like, you know, I brought in different artists and they would jump in and they would perform, it was called the One Song Breakfast Jam. That was the first thing we did. And different artists got to perform, you know, cats that, you know, like Prince Marky D, The the one time that he, the last time he performed in front of everybody was on that. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, um, you know, we got to see cats we haven't like for example, Biz Markey. Biz Markey's been ill for for several months now. But you know, before he, he he got sick, he he jumped on that and he performed, you know, Big Daddy Kane, um Dougie Fresh, Rascas, the B, uh, the alcoholics, you know, so many different people came through and and showed support. People that I knew, people that I didn't know. Um and and it started this weekly thing of me being consistent, me trying to help um entertain, try try my best to entertain um throughout the pandemic and, 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 and give light to classic hip hop. And you know it turned into um like, people are saying, there's literally characters. There's characters that have been developed. Like, if you're not a part of the Tomb Crew, you'll never know who weak Larry is. You're not going to know who Agent Smith is. But I'm going to give you who Agent Smith is. You know how you say Instagram be chopping your your, your showdown? That's Agent Smith. Because this shit is a Matrix. And if you ever watch The Matrix, Agent Smith was always coming through, trying to shut down Morpheus and Neo. Of course, and all of, them. of course. Of so course. So whenever... Whenever Instagram starts acting up and glitching and shutting people down, everybody's like, "Yo, that fucking Agent Smith, man! Here we come again." So, you know, there's a whole lot of different, there's a whole lot of different um, layers to, to Saturday morning tunes, man. And, and so,
0: just, so, so where can we find that then?
1: It's right here on Instagram every every weekend at um, ten o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, from ten, and we go like three hours, and just classic hip hop, classic hip hop.
0: Word, I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to jump on. I mean, I'll be like one of three men, but I'll, I'll have to. No, no, that. no, no, no. We have the the, the ladies of the Tune Crew are here, but we strong, we deep. It's it's,
1: it's more than just it's more than just women. There's this it's guys up in here. Don't get it twisted.
0: This we gotta yeah, I'm, just, I'm just I'm just i playing, yo. Know, like A diverse crowd. It. It's it's all it's all good. It's all, no, it's all good. So before we get on out of here, I, I know you're really into comics. Yeah. Um. So, can we talk D- DC? And Marvel first. Please. I mean, like, this what's your take, man? Like, DC is always the only people I fuck with, I only fuck with from DC, I fuck with um, I fuck with Flash. Heavy. Like heavy. Beyond that. And Green Lantern, you got a ring, son. Like, I could get a ring and be like Green Lantern too. See, no, you can't. Now come on. So let's 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 talk about it then. Give me a hero from DC that you don't understand and I will break it down. Oh, you're a DC nigga.
1: I'm a comic book dude. No, okay, let's let's go. All right. I mean give me one that you just don't get. Yo, I don't fuck with Batman, son. Okay, all right. Let's talk about Batman. Please. Tell me
0: why you don't just like quickly. Why don't you mess with Batman? Cause first of all, uh, uh, so first of all, I'll say like I look at superheroes. I need my superheroes to have some powers. I I just I mean that's just me as a kid. As a as a kid, I need that. I just need that in my life. So so that's the first thing. Like I, that's off the rip. Like. Off the rip, that's that's the first thing, fucking, and then okay, and then I, so I got a sour, I got real sour shit for Batman. My, my my stepmom, she worked with Adam West, and this nigga was running around in tights, all fat and sloppy and shit on the fucking the fucking show. Oh uh, this, this this kind of it, Adam West was a whack nigga on the Batman on on that show. So and he was a dick when he worked with her. She said she did some promo with him or something like that. She said he was he was a fucking asshole. So like. So I don't fuck with Batman, Robin. But like, that's not Batman, like, the, whole like shit Adam West. Just, the whole shit was just corny to me. Like this nigga had the Batarang, the batter this, the bat that, the bat that. Come on, okay, man. Okay. Like,
1: so so what you're doing is you're looking at a comedy version of Batman, which is the Adam West Batman, and a continuated, continuation comedy of the Super Friends, maybe. So let me break down Batman. First of all, Batman is batshit crazy. Out of his mind, he's not a superhero. So we all know the story. Batman's parents get killed. Yeah. and, and, And psychologically, it all the way fucks him up. Right. And his thing was, he's going to now take on a whole city of crime on his own to avenge the murder of his two parents which could never that you can never achieve that but the thing about batman that makes batman dope is in the world of people like superman in the world of people like wonder woman and the flash and all these people with superpowers batman let's get this clear again batman is always batman his disguise is bruce wayne in his mind because he's crazy he knows and believes and 100% knows that he is Batman. And the reason why he chose to be Batman is because it, you know, he thinks that he can just strike fear in to whoever he's trying to catch and literally beat the shit out of him. Batman is a 100% abuser. He's not He's not nice in any way, shape, or form. What? He always drops the niggas off at the police station, No, man. no, he don't. He dropped them off at the hospital. Let's get it real clear. Batman... Don't drop nobody off at the police station. So and this is like reading Batman when you read Batman. So the thing that's dope about Batman is mentally, he feels that he can run with all of these superpowered people, people with powers of like gods and shit, and he feels like he can run with them. in his mind, he's so convinced. he's so his will is so strong that he's not going to allow anybody with anything over him be better than him. And he will find any contingency plan. He will find any um, way to find out who their secret identity is. He's going to find out all of their weaknesses. And he's going to have always have a contingency plan. So if anybody tries to come at him, he's prepared for all of it. So what I like about Batman is the fact that it shows that you do not have to have these super alien mutated powers to be able to be respected because every superhero in the DC comics fears batman because they think he's out of his mind they don't know what to, they don't know what to think when batman comes around because it's like they know that he has the drop on everybody and at any given time even if you try to kill batman he has it set up so if you did something to him the drop is always going to be on you. And that's why I rock with Batman. And then on top of that, he, allow, he takes his money and he, he, he just... He fu- like, think about this. Superman. Superman is the most powerful being in all of DC, right? Fucking hate Superman. Go and, ahead. And his job is a newspaper reporter. You think Superman makes money? Um, uh, the Flash. The Flash is a forensic scientist. You think he makes money? Wonder Woman is a, a, a ambassador. She don't make no money. So the Justice League got a whole satellite. They got a whole whole spaceship and rocket. Who you didn't pay for it? You know what I'm saying? Who paid Back. for it? Batman Back. paid for all that shit. And, and so, so here is the guy with the least amount of powers and the most amount of paper... Literally having the most powerful people on the planet do what the hell he says to do without him having to tell them what to do. Come on, you gotta love Batman, man.
0: All right, so I will totally co- say I totally contradict myself about the power shit because Punisher is my man. And so to me, Punisher is Batman without the fucking bat shit, really, to me. Punisher,
1: like... Punisher is, but Punisher is one step between Batman and an actual bad guy. You know what I'm
0: saying? So Batman, that's why, that's why I, and that's why I love him because he, I mean his his shit is real as fuck. He be he faced with, he's like, yo, I'm not gonna fucking smoke this nigga right now, or like, or am I just gonna chill right now? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but yo, know, who you who you got? Batman, Marvel or DC? If you had to pick, gun to your head, I pick I pick DC over Marvel. Damn. I, I pick DC over
1: Marvel because Marvel, Damn. and I'll tell you why. All right. Marvel Marvel is dope because they give you scenarios with their superheroes that are very deep, very intricate and very adult. Right, niggas be drug addicts and shit. Yeah, yeah. And but 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 the problem with Marvel is everybody'll wave the Marvel flag, but most of the things they do, they jack from DC. So all of their, like, real intricate storylines already happened in D.C., mm. but because D.C. is so light and fluffy with it, you're not going to believe that Marvel kind of just jacked it. Like, we're watching a whole movie now, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel is Shazam. They had to change the name for legal reasons, but then Marvel took the name and jacked it, and now you got some lady running around with a D.C. superhero's name. That's literally, like, coming out with a hero called Batman, <laughs> and Batman is already there. Um, there are okay. so many uh, uh, versions of DC superheroes, uh, Marvel superheroes that are like DC superheroes. Like if you look at Marvel and you take that superhero Gladiator or Century, that's Superman. They just jacked them. Century, they threw the S on the dude's chest. Gladiator is the same colors, everything. He just from he's from another planet, but they made him blue instead of you know a white guy. But it's a jack you know um I can go down the line but you know okay. but I but I love them both that's the thing you know it's like I, instead of saying who I got which one this this Marvel hero that I absolutely love there's DC heroes that I absolutely love and and I'm such a nerd about it like I know I can I can tell you exactly why I love these people to the to the molecules like I can like you don't know, like Superman Superman's one of my favorite Superheroes, and I can tell you exactly why. And I can tell you in a way where Superman ain't corny, but people see the TV versions or the movie versions, they're like, "All right, he's corny." But who you, who do you fuck with? Have you, have you with for, from Marvel? Doctor Strange, okay. Namor, Silver Surfer, Thor, Hulk is my dude. Like original version of Hulk, and and. Really, 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 out of all of them, Spider-Man. And Spider-Man, mainly because he's almost like Batman. Spider-Man is the guy where nobody likes Spider-Man. If you really read, read up on Spider-Man and Spider-Man's origins, nobody fucked with Spider-Man. He was the young cat. He reminded me like myself. He's the young cat. He has powers, but yet he goes to the Fantastic Four, Right. Mm. I want to be in the Fantastic Four. I'm here in New York too. I like you guys. You, you know, I look up to you guys. Beat it, kid. You're not. You're not. You're not doping up. You know, he feels like he has a mutated type of power. So he goes up to Westchester in New York. He he knocks on Professor X's door. I might not have been born this way, but I'm pretty much like a mutant. This is a part of my body. I didn't. You know, I don't have to recharge or anything. This is me. This is who I am. Can I be an X-Men? Beat it, kid. You're not even. You're not not born like that, so you can't be an X-Men. So then he goes across town, and he goes to Tony Stark, and he goes, hey, I'm in New York. I'm fighting crime just like you. I got some powers. I I got some strength. I know what I'm doing. I want to be an Avenger. Beat it, kid. You're not even good enough to be an Avenger. And so, hey, you got Spider-Man from Queens, like me, on the street, dealing with his other street dudes like the Punisher and Daredevil and Moon Knight, and they're on the street and they're doing their thing. And and Spider-Man is arguably one of the most popular, if not the most popular Marvel superhero. So there are reasons, there's layers to these characters. You know, when these guys wrote these characters a long time ago, they wrote characters for a reason. Like Superman was written for a reason. It was written based on... The story of Superman is nothing but the story of Moses and 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 his creators were jewish and at that time in 1938 jewish people were not being hired for things like that they were being discriminated against and they snuck told their jewish story in the form of a superhero you know what i'm saying it was it was pretty much that it was like, yo, we're gonna tell our story, we're gonna tell our religious and our cultural story this way because y'all not gonna let us tell our story any other kind of way. We're gonna put him as a little wow. white boy in Kansas and we're gonna we're gonna mask everything by throwing an S on his chest and calling him Superman. So there's always, there's always um
0: Wow. You know, there's always things behind each one of these pieces. Yeah, there's many layers. I, I thought I got deep with that shit, man. Thanks for breaking it down. That shit is like... Shit, if,
1: think about X-Men. The X-Men, Magneto and
0: right. Professor
1: X. A lot of people don't know. That's Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. That's based on Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. Magneto's Malcolm X. Professor X is Martin Luther King. They had two ways. They were trying to... mutants. Mutants represented Blacks gays, all the people that, that just wasn't a part of society at the time. And Stan Lee was like, we can't put Malcolm X and Martin Luther King on a on a comic book. We can't put two black guys on a comic book in 1962. So we're going to we're going to um mask it by saying Magneto was more radical, like a Malcolm X. Martin Luther King is like Professor X he wants everybody to join join together and and and, and be together and that's how we came up with the X-Men. Nobody knows that. They just see the ball guy in the wheelchair and the dude that can bend metal. But if you get into these characters and understand where where they're from, you understand
0: just how dope some of these some of these guys are. Wow. And, and, and X-Men obviously was was a very deep storyline to begin with. I mean, like even if you didn't know, like I didn't know what you just shared with me, which is like everyone's heads are fucking popping off right now. Um, like that storyline to begin with has always been like really deep as far as the mutant shit and the mutant registration, the sentinels, yes. I mean the whole shit. Like, you know, Wolverine on his shit, like, you know, the, the cycle, the whole thing has been, always been like really, you know, that was deep. Even the cartoon, I mean, that cartoon, the cartoon back in the day, like was like, yo, like yeah, that cartoon, that nineties cartoon is dope. Yeah, of course. I watched that with my daughter, you know what I'm saying? Like first joint like jubilee like she's like yo I'm just I'm, I don't know what's going on like you know so yeah the whole thing is is crazy um we're gonna get on out of here it's been yeah, two man. hours thank you very much man this as I said before this is important like you you had apologized before for like oh I'm rambling Yeah, listen everything you have to say is important you've been there you've lived it you know what I mean so like a lot of stuff with hip-hop is not recorded it's not it's some word of mouth shit. Big Daddy Kane has a has AIDS. Fucking Kumo D has like fucking cross eyed, whatever. Like <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's it's important when 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 OGs and when legends share their history because you know what I mean, I've been, been interviewed everybody from Hyrule, but they all have a different story about how they came to Hyrule. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so it's 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 really important, man. So I I, I really appreciate you at Toon Crew. Appreciate you, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's critical, man. So like, this is this is important. Like to document this. So like, I really thank you a lot. Yeah, thank you
1: for having me. Thank thank everybody for popping in and and, and rocking out and see most of y'all on Saturday morning.
0: No doubt, man. So you know, maybe we'll do it again. You got mad stories. I'm like, yo, like, fucking bold-legged Lou. Like, okay, you know. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Th- thanks for t- big up to Bobby J you know what I'm saying, for setting this up. I appreciate that, you know what I'm saying, for the link, you know. So um, peace and blessings, man. I appreciate you, you know what I'm saying. I'll tag you in the footage. Thanks a lot. All right, peace. Peace.